What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. And I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. This is the show where it two is. friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. Pop culture. Money. Things going on. Celebs. Celebs. The latest gospel and the tea. All the things. All the reality here shows. on this podcast, including, are you ready for this? No. Love is Blind, a full episode dedicated to one of Rachel's my Rachel's favorite trashy reality show on Netflix. And there is so much money content in these episodes. We're going to dive Who in. Who knew relationships and money? I don't coincide. know, but every time I thought, yes. Well, uh, before we get to the hot content, uh, let's tell them what we're drinking today and yeah, why. We went uh, classic. We went wine. Red wine. Because if you are a Love is Blind fan, they have these crazy gold goblet wine glasses, which we do not have, unfortunately. We're not that fancy. But they carry around these wine glasses everywhere, so wine just felt appropriate. Very appropriate. And I chose one of my personal faves, and it's super affordable, so we'll reveal the brand, the cost, and give you our rating at the end of the episode, so stick around. But yeah, it's for great. Now, it's a red wine, because what, can yeah. you give me like the, give yes, me it's the... A red, it's a red blend. It's a blend. Okay, it's great. And I it's like it, very George. affordable. So um, good. Can't wait. All right. Let's binge some Love is Blind, Rachel. Okay. So first, let's explain what the show is for all of you that don't know and might judge I me. I want to hear how you explain it. After. I'm curious. Okay. So it's like, it's a mixture of Married at First Sight, which I've not seen. It feels like that and The Bachelor, like, mixed together. It's a group of men, a group of women, and they are in this building, and they have these pods. So in the pod, in the middle of the room, there is a wall, so you cannot see through the wall, but you can hear. And so the man enters from one side of the wall, the woman the other side. So they're sitting in these rooms with couches and they just talk because they can hear, but they can't see. And there's like 15 of them. So they go through this like speed round of dating on like the first episode or two. Getting to know each other. Yeah. Just based off of the conversation. That's exactly right. Yep. And then slowly but surely chemistry is formed. You know, you you relate more with one person or the other. You laugh more with one person or the other. You know, you just kind of start to feel the chemistry. And then slowly but surely you kind of narrow down to the people that you really enjoy. You date them more and more in the pod. And then eventually it ends in a proposal. This happens like over a period of weeks, right? No, I think Months? it's like five days. Five days? <laughs> I think, yeah. That's, that really sets them like up for success, days. Rachel. I know. And then once you propose, then you can meet in person. So you see what the person looks like. And then from there, you go to a hotel resort thing for like four days and then they put you in an apartment for two weeks to actually live life. And you go back to your job. There's a wedding, right? And then at the end of the two weeks, there's a wedding. And then they get to the they get to the altar. And the preacher, who I don't know who these preachers are, pastors or whoever they are. internet preachers? I don't know. But they at the All end, right. it's so funny because they, they say, you know, you've been part of this experiment. And do you believe love is blind? Do you, Nancy, take Bartise? And then she has to say— Yes, I do. I take I take him, and I believe that love is blind, or I or no. And then they get rejected on the altar. I mean, it is 
prime TV. It is so good. And so, I've, I've seen the ones where they say no, and it is awkward. Oh, it's terrible. Oof. Oh, it's so terrible. So let's, so let's get into some of the money conversations, some of the things that are said on that show. Some are crazy, some we like, and it starts with season one with Amber and Matt. Yeah, but if you're a fan of Love is Blind's Barnett. That's what he calls himself. Rachel, I'm going to call him Matt, all right? <laughs> Matt Barnett, but it's Barnett. It's Amber and Barnett. Oh and they're gosh. still together. Can we say that, people? That's good. Spoiler From season alert. one, they got married, and they are still living their best lives. So there was a conversation that Amber had where she revealed that she had a, a makeup credit card. She all had right. that, and then she has student loans, but she's never made payments on them. <laughs> that, oh, sweet Amber. No, no, no. Don't do that. I know. But okay. at least they're at least they're talking, you know. They were talking about their money, figuring out what was going on. Uh, but yeah, for for that teaching, we um we definitely want to be paying on our debt. Yes. In fact, paying on more so that we get debt free. Well, there's payments, penalties, interest, fees. I mean, you could they can garnish your wages. There's some serious stuff that happens when you don't make payments. I know, I know. So I wanna give Amber props though, because she was honest. She didn't hide that. Plus uh, one for honesty. Yes, but again, you want to make you want to make minimal payments, people, at least, Oof. and then hopefully more as you do the de- the debt snowball and work your way out of debt. So well done, Amber and Barnett. Kind of a high five, I guess. But oh, you know what? Their fourth wedding anniversary was November seventeenth. Oh my! Four goodness. years. They've been as married as long as you. Yeah. Wow. And here you are judging. Two weeks after us. About. Here you are judging, George. Well, that has nothing to do with judgment. I still think you should make payments and not have a makeup credit card. <laughs> but hey, whatever. Happy oh, for him. Okay, next to season two was Shane and Natalie. Oh, I saw that one. This I was did a great see this one. season. Yes, okay. Proud so of myself. We, uh, we actually took this clip out and used it uh, on the Ramsey show because it was just so good. Because Shane... Uh, told Natalie that he spends like $2,000 a month on food and he doesn't really believe in 401ks. What? Hold on. He doesn't believe in 401ks. That's what he said. It's not Santa Claus. <laughs> it's not a belief issue. Does he? I know he wants to live on the edge. So you have one person that's like, oh, that's so boring. You just fund your 401k. I want to take that money and do like crazy investments with it or like. So he's just YOLO mentality. You only live once. Like, and risk. I think and about probably the has, future. And can take a lot of risk. Probably has a, a threshold yeah. of lots of he risk. He has that personality. Yeah, Shane did. I would not want to marry a personality like that. Okay. Just a constant really? live on the edge, YOLO. We'll I worry know. about that. Future Shane will worry about that. That's a recipe for a disaster. Yeah. It could be harnessed in, right? You can. Sure. I know. So Shane. Well, do you do you believe in four hundred one ks? Yes, I do. Thank you. Not a conspiracy theory. Just want to make that very clear. And it is true, though. A lot of the risky investments and stuff that people think it's it is that it's like an adrenaline rush of like we're gonna live on the edge and we're gonna you know do day trading and crypto and like all this like new kind of crazy investments. Shane would because if it because if it hits, it hits big and it's like. Phew. But here's the deal. It doesn't always hit. And in fact, most of the time it doesn't. You end up losing money. Have you seen people in Vegas, Rachel? It's sad. I know. Oh, my goodness. So there's two types of people here with Shane and Natalie. There's kind of the free spirit. That's Shane. And there's kind of the nerd saver. That's more Natalie. Where do you fall in the spectrum with you and Winston? Oh, for sure the free spirit. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Winston's the nerd saver. Yep. 
Absolutely. Wow. There's a good balance there, I think, in marriages. Like, yeah, you're the two, nerd. I'm definitely Is the Whitney nerd. Is Whitney a big free spirit? Well, I talked with Whitney about this last night, and she was like, don't you dare say that I'm just a free spirit spender. And, you're... <laughs> and here's the weird thing. Like, I can justify my spending if I've done my savings. It's like, I ate my vegetables, so let me have I my can dessert. Do it. Because just because you're a nerd does not mean that you're a saver. Just because you're a free spirit does not exactly. mean you're a spender. So I'm like the nerd spender, and she's okay. like a free spirit saver. There you go. That, fa- so that makes that, sense. That's the kind of balance there. Okay, and in seasons, good. we kind of, we'll have seasons where I'm like, whoa, all right. This, you're really working this budget. And there's some seasons where I'm like, I will not spend a dime. No, no spend month. Let's do it for fun. Totally. Yep. Yep. I hear that. All right, next, let's move on to season three, this last mm. season that is on Netflix now, you guys. Would you say it's the hottest season? Oh, man. They're all just Better so than good. season two? That's like asking me to pick between Here's my what children I'm is it worth or the my favorite time? friend, Rachel, Monica, I don't know. For our listeners out there, is it worth the 19 hours of their time to watch this season? In my opinion, because I, but I love Real Housewives, Kardashians, okay. Bachelor. I mean, I love, the, I love that. So if you love that kind of TV. You will love Love is Blind. I mean, you don't understand. I had people text. Like, I was on, like, multiple texting groups the night that the finale aired. Like, I am very dedicated. Wow. Very dedicated. If you were, if you were, And I recruit people to Love is Blind. So maybe all of you listening will watch it because it is so good. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen Rachel so excited. Okay. This is sad. Season three. So this season had a ton of money conversations and Great ones, might I add. Nancy and Bartise. And Nancy, I'm going to give her a shout out. I really wanted her for this episode because I swear she was a Ramsey follower. When she talked about stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, you do what we teach for the most part. Well, she follows like, I want to live a debt-free lifestyle or what? I mean, for the, I mean, there's some, I mean, we can get into it because she had a lot of conversations, but I really appreciated her maturity around money. She's really smart with money. Okay. Okay. So the first she owns five rental properties. Now, they do have mortgages on them. So when we talk about real estate, we do say to cash flow those when it's investment real estate. But she renovates. She goes through and renovates them all with cash. Wow. Yes. Go Nancy. I know. So she's like, like that part. really diligent about it. Um, but again, we don't, we don't recommend multiple mortgages. The risk that you take on with having multiple lines, you know, of credit and debt and all that. We do teach a debt-free lifestyle. So if you want to get into real estate investing, you got to have the cash for it, which means you're probably going to be buying a foreclosure or a short sale. It's going to, you're going to start small, but you can build quickly. That's the great thing about real estate is you get to build quickly on it by having that passive income. But, um, but I, but I do, I do applaud her. She's doing all the renovations in cash. So it's impressive when she said that she was like, I have five rental properties and I'm doing this and this and this because she's a, she's a speech pathologist. Oh. By trade, by her day job. And she's doing this investing on the, on the side. side. I know. Love the work ethic. Yeah, I mean, your dad, Dave Ramsey, famously went bankrupt back in the 80s, kind of doing what she's doing here, flipping houses, real estate investing before Chip and Joe made it cool. And the bank called the notes. Mm-hmm. And he had about $4 million worth of real estate and had to file bankruptcy because he couldn't pay them back fast enough yes. with these old school loans they were giving. And so this is very dangerous. And the, this place is built on that story and on this principle of if you've got debt, you've got risk in your life. And so do it slow Pay off your own mortgage, invest with property, with cash, even if it takes longer, because you will sleep better at night. That's right. 
What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. All right, Nancy gave us another great teaching moment. So her and her ex were on, um, were in this real estate investing together. Oh, so boy. he's on the mortgage this too. This can't end well. Yeah, he's on the mortgage too. So Bartiz did ask a great question because he was like, so what if he stops paying? Is he trustworthy? Because if he stops paying, then it's on you, which if we get married, it's on us. <gasps> Everyone's trustworthy until, until they're an ex, Rachel. I know. So everyone hold oh. your breath. I know. So again... It's not recommended. If you're not married, don't be on a loan with someone. Don't co-sign. I mean, even if it's your brother, like anybody, do not go into debt and put your name on debt with somebody else. We've seen too many stories where this goes oh, south. It terrible. hurts relationships. People are put in a bind. Because if they don't pay, guess who's on the hook? That's right. You. Whew. We've heard lots of stories Can I call him that. Bart? No, it's Bartiz. You said Matt Barnett goes by Barnett. I'm like, does he go by Bart? No, he goes by Bartiz. Okay, fine. I'm just trying here, I know. Rachel. I'm really I, trying. I really appreciate your effort on this episode because this was 100% for me. So. Look, Rachel loves Love is Blind. I really appreciate it. I saw season two. It. I did. It was a fun show to watch, I will admit. Oh, thank for you. the guys out there, if you're on the fence, watch it with your wife. You'll get brownie points. There you go. Okay, last teaching point from Nancy because she just had great ones. Nancy's really coming in clutch So for you. Nancy— you know, she and, and and she was older than Bartise. Okay, so Bartise was like in his mid twenties. She was in her early thirties, I think. Wow. And again, think about Nancy. She's she's been working full time. She has real estate, five rental properties. She's renovating with cash. She's doing. I mean, like she's she's moving and shaking. And she said to him, "Well, when I get married, all of this is yours. Like together, we share this. Wow. It is our money. That's how I view it. When I get married to someone, it is ours." And Bartiz is, is like 25, Cruz. and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's sounds, so taken aback That by sounds this. great, yeah. So I do applaud her for that. I mean, that's uh, that mindset. That's I really appreciate it. That's one of our most controversial takes is combining bank accounts, and it's our money now. And people are like, no, that's, you should never do that. That's terrible. Yep. Freedom, independent. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, we get that so much. No, when you get married, you are one in every aspect of your marriage, including your money. And the couples that win that we talked to on the Ramsey show, it's the couples that are like, yeah, we're doing this together. Like all the money goes in one pot. We have the same goal. We are working towards one. So true. I don't know. It's like independence is applauded in our culture. So even when you get married, it's like, oh, good. You have your own money over here. It's good. It's good. And I'm like, it just, I think it just, it's well, shallow. One, you're it, not communicating as well. If yeah. it's kind of my money and her money, she does what she wants. We don't have to talk about it. And number two, the financial infidelity can happen where not only did I not talk about it, I didn't even know that this account was open or this card was open and what the spending was doing. Oh, it's And that a, secrecy. It's a very I, I immature it. mentality, I think, too. Yeah. That's a hot take. You can share a bed. You can share a bank account. Woo. Let's just say it like Dang. that. Dang. All right. Episode six. This is still Nancy. We're staying on Nancy. Every episode, Nancy's bringing some some money talk. So they end up meeting parents on the show. Okay, so after they live together in this apartment, uh, they that's when they start to meet the families and friends. So Bartiz goes to Nancy's mom's house, and they go to meet the mom. And Nancy's mom straight up asks him, she's like, are you— 
do you have any debt? Because we don't do debt here. We don't owe people money. Now and I know where like, Nancy got it from. I was like, whoa, mom. Whoa, mom, coming in hot. So I got to agree with her. Got to agree with her. So Now, is that a, would that be a deal breaker if Winston had proposed and he talked to Dave and Dave was like, you got any debt? And Winston's like, I got some student loans. Would he be like, no, you can't marry my daughter? No, he, I can't marry That wouldn't be that that aggressive. No, and I think it's the attitude behind it. I mean, I think that if you don't, if you have separate values, that's one thing. What are the views thing. on this debt? Is it, yeah, I want to just keep it hanging around or no, I'm, I'm trying to pay it off. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a values conversation at that Love point, that. for sure. So for everyone listening out there, it's okay to marry someone if they have debt. But if they have a different value system that says, I love leveraging debt, I want to stay in debt forever, that's a huge red flag. Yeah, because it's going to create conflict and tension in your marriage. And so you just got to know that going in. And it's like, is it worth mm. it? Because money fights many problems, one of the leading causes of divorce in America. That's so right. we got to, you got to be aware, people, be aware. All right, next. Sorry, we're staying on Nancy and Bartiz. There's just Goodness a lot gracious. of money conversations. We with should them. have had Nancy on the show. So when Nan- I know I tried to get her. I just, I just. She's too big time for us now. She probably. is huge right now. I mean, it's, it's crazy how these people become celebrities overnight. Oh, they're like, if I saw a love is, bl- I would freak out more if I saw a love is blind person in the wild or a real housewife than like majority of like singers and stuff. If it's like, hey Taylor Swift, I'd be like, or hey Miranda Bartiz. Lambert, you're choosing Bartiz. If I saw Bart, oh, I think I'm like, oh my God, there's Bartiz. Wow. Your bar oh my gosh, is very so from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, if I ever saw Dorit. That- is that your favorite? What's her I name? Love- I couldn't hear it over the shrieking. Dor- Who is this? Dorit. Dorit? From Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's fabulous. Is she fabulous? <laughs> or is it like a in a dramatic, in a dramatic reality show things, She's way. so cute. I mean, I, yeah. Okay. She's everything I'm not. She's like, Full-on designer, glam squad, you know. And I'm I just don't like, even want to know what a glam squad is. <laughs> I want no part okay, of this. Okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> okay, so Nancy has got more money combos in episode seven. Okay, What's yeah. So one? so Nancy talks to Bartisa's family, and she talks about how important it is um, to pay off Bartisa's debt very quickly once they get married. Love it. And he's like, well— just feel like we should enjoy life. Like, oh. I, like all my hard-earned money, I don't know if I just want to put towards debt. I kind of want to experience life. So that's the thing. That Please don't tell me they ended up together. What happened to them? Oh, do you want to know what happened? Shoot, should I ruin it? Okay, skip this part. Mute me if you're going to watch it. Go forward I'm, 30 seconds if you don't want to know okay, what here happens. We go. go. They get to the altar. Nancy says yes. Bartiz says no. And then Nancy's brother almost beat up Bartiz. <gasps> and I was like, let him fight. Let them fight. But they didn't. They held them back. But man, and then Nancy's mom was just like, you know, in Bartiz's face. And Bartiz's like, dude, this is our time. Oh, it was so oh good. my goodness. It was Do you so think this good. is planned? No. This is like real. Wow. Every show is real. Okay. Every reality show. Well, if you skip that, you, you missed out on some juice there. So make sure you go watch the show. Um, but the key here is they're not on the same page with debt. And... You got to decide, am I, am I willing to work together on this or are we willing to move forward in spite of this? Or is this too big of a red flag? We need to pause until we figure this out. All right. Up next, we have Alexa and Brendan. Brennan? Brennan, I guess that's how you pronounce Brennan. it. Okay. Here's a fascinating one. Her dad wanted a prenup. Alexa's dad was like, hey, if you get married, you got to have a prenup. You got to have a prenup. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then you see their life and you're like, oh, that's why. Because she is... Well, from they're, they're very wealthy. From what appearances 
would say, but we know doing our work, George, we know that debt makes you look a whole lot better than you actually are. You can have a fancy house, fancy car, and be hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Not saying that that's her story. I don't want to put that on her. But from the looks of it, they got money. They got money. So so part of that prenup is to protect the wealth. I would assume, I guess. But I don't know if they ever did or not. But that was a conversation that was had. What do you think about prenups, George? Um, I think if there's a wild disparity between the families, like one is super wealthy and one person makes a million dollars, the other one makes, you know, $40,000, there is some wisdom. And not because of a trust issue, but more because of family drama. Yeah. That can happen around when things go south. If they go south, yeah. Yes. So in general, I'm, I'm not a fan of them, but there are situations, not if one person makes 50, the other one makes 70. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a crazy amount of wealth yes. versus the average person. Yep. I used to be hardcore against them no matter what. I was like, nope, 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 nope. And then you get into it because, yeah, if you, again, on an extreme standpoint, like what you're saying, like if you own stock in a family company or something and and you get divorced and the ex-husband has say into the family bit, like, oh, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there could be some weird stuff I could see. That's true. So in, in certain specific situations, I agree with you. But I, it's a matter of intention and motive behind it as well. Yes. Versus it's, just the numbers. Yeah, if you got married and, you're, and the dude's like, you gotta, I gotta have a prenup because I gotta protect my Mustang or I don't know why Mustang came oh, to my God. head. It's, but like a car or something. That accent, like, that kind of imitation, that guy definitely has a Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> I got a Mustang, dude. You gotta make sure. No. She so get that's the case. Mustang. I'm like, heck no. It means you love, you know, the car more. No, no. But again, it's this like, very extreme situation. Okay. So what happened with this prenup situation? That Did it work out know. for them? I don't know if they ever, they never showed it, but they talked about it. So okay. I thought that was interesting. Well, you want to give us the spoiler? Did they get married? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yes. Wow. They did. And they seem so happy. That's good. At least they seem happy. <laughs> they seem happy. But then happy. like next season, it's like, update, they're no longer together. Well, they did the reunion and they are still together. Okay. Good. We'll see. Hey, hey, love is blind, George. Love is blind. Sure. Okay, up next, we have uh, Raven and SK. So they were a cute couple. Now, he had to go to L.A. for two years for school in California. She was staying in, or was it Dallas? I think Dallas. Uh, And so she was saying, well, if we get married, you're going to pay for my apartment in Dallas. Oh. Help pay for it. So. Starts to beg the question, oh, my gosh, are you really going to be separated for two years marriage? That doesn't work. No. That's a long-distance marriage mar- for two yeah, years? So kick it off? Terrible idea. Um, but also, it's like, okay, if you're going to be in this marriage together, you know, we talk about combining finances. And it's not an entitlement thing, but it's, hey, we're, we're, we're on the same team. Yes. Conversation. But it's still weird to think about— so You're she's paying. living full-time in Dallas. He's not. And she's like, hey, you need to pay half my rent for marriage. No, What do we think about that? Because— that's the whole situation. Just I think the principle of it is a no for me. If if Whitney was like, "Hey, I'm going to live in a different city for two years," and you should pay for half my it's rent, it's not about paying half the rent. It's like, well, this marriage isn't going to work right. long distance. Yeah, that's so weird. That's called common sense, George. Woo! All right, George. That's it. That's that was a that lot. Was, that was a roller coaster of emotion for me. <laughs> How are you gracious. feeling right now? <laughs> I need more wine at this point. <laughs> I get why they drink so much wine on that show. It's like, oh, I have to make life-altering decisions in four days? Where's the wine? I know. I know. It's such a great show, though. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's a great social experiment, if nothing else. Yes, I agree. And it may be nothing else. And you know what? I have no 
skin in the game except for a, little, a few hours of my life watching it. So I can, I can from a distance have my thoughts. But so you're saying you're not going to look back with regret on your life? Like I spent 19 hours <laughs> watching Love Is Blind. No, I could have been doing something else. No, there's nothing so you would have rather been doing. I read my book. I do everything I want to do. And you then, do read a lot of books. I will say, Rachel is very productive, and she's very I, intentional I, with her I watching. I am intentional with my time. I really am. I put down my phone, and so I'm like, okay, if I have the time, I want to just binge Love is Blind. And so I did. One day, I just binged it, and it was great. I it love it. It was so great. So a lot of lessons here about money and relationships. Everything. Sure. You're on the same team when you're married. Debt is a no-go in a sense of, like, get yourself out of debt. Have the same values when it comes to money. Yeah. There's some other things you should have similar values on, like family. Like, do we want kids? Yes. And probably we... politics in a sense of, like, a rough, you know. Yeah. Do we see life the you same? You can still make it, it makes work. It easy. Yes. I, th- yeah. I would say it makes it easier the more aligned you are in values. Yes. It's not a make or break 100% of the time. And opposites do attract yeah. in a lot of times. So, uh, But you've got to be able to talk about money. You've got to be willing to combine finances if you want it to work. And you have to be doing a budget together. And not don't let one person manage the money. That is always a dangerous situation. Well, well he manages the money or she manages the money, and I just get my allowance. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That's a tough one for me. Oof. Yeah. When you get an allowance as an adult. That's a— that's a recipe for disaster. And set financial goals as a couple. And I know you and Winston do this on your anniversaries. And you'll say, hey, where do we want the next, you know, five years mm-hmm. to look like? Ten years out this yep. year. And so I think it's a lot of – it keeps couples together when they're on the same page, heading in the same direction. Working checking the same in goal. Each other. It's great. Yep. And don't be afraid of counseling. Can we just put that out there? Oh, my gosh. Like you don't have to be in crisis mode to go to counseling as a couple. Do therapy. It's great because you just know you're – you understand why you're doing things. Oh, we could have a whole episode on Ooh. it because it's it, – it is. It's really – really insightful and it helps I think have a healthier marriage yes and for those that they're going hey my spouse my girlfriend not on the same page we have found that Financial Peace University truly is one of the best ways to get someone on the same page that's our money course nine lessons and it Do creates it this like common shared language it creates conversations you normally wouldn't have and it gets you talking here's an about idea have a date night Watch the first episode of Love is Blind and watch the first lesson of Financial Peace University I love it Spoonful of sugar makes the it medicine so go great, down. So great. All right. It's almost the end of the episode, and we like to close out every episode with guilty, guilty as charged. charged. Guilty as charged. It needed that energy, Rachel. Thank you. So this is where our producer, Lindsay, gives us a new guilty as charged question, and we've got to take a drink if uh, if we've done it and then give you the context behind the answer. What do you got for us, Lindsay? All right. Have you ever bought yourself a gift after being disappointed with gifts you had been given? Ooh. Oh, that's a great Yeah, I'm one. drinking to that. Because okay. not everyone's a great gift giver, mm-hmm. and that's okay. It's less <laughs> for me about a gift, like bad gifts. Sometimes when I get a lot of great gifts, I'm like, oh. And then I can get this on top of that to, to do this. And that oh. I, it, it spurs my imagination. Ooh. And I end up spending, I can end up spending money after Ooh. I get gifts. Wow. Yeah. What does that mean? It means you're a terrible person. It means you, no. you just That's like normal. things. It's exciting. You just like things. <laughs> I do. Um, for me, it's more, I think, technology. I'm very specific. And so people are like, oh, he loves music. Well, let's get him a Bluetooth speaker. And it's like, 
you know, the off-brand whatever speaker. I'm like, no, I need the Bose Soundlink 2 <laughs> Mini. Like, what are we doing here? Bougie. You know what I mean? And so I have specific standards for things. And so I've gotten that before where I got like a Bluetooth speaker and I was like, this is a very thoughtful gift, like in the right lane. But again, like I don't expect someone to spend $200 on a speaker for me either. Sure. Sure. Fair. And so a lot of gifts you're going to buy someone are 20 to 50 bucks. And a lot of the items that I would want, I'm like, I'm saving up, I'm budgeting for it. And I'm going to spend 150 on it. So that's happened before. No shame to the gift giver. Always appreciate generosity. And I keep it most of the time, unless they give me the receipt and they're like, hey, if you don't like it, go return it and get – I always appreciate that too. I do too. That's fair. So mad respect to those that leave the receipt. <laughs> well, I think I, f- I finished my glass. You did. Faster than yours. Well, I mean, it was this was a juicy episode for you. This was so your good. life's work. This was – Digging into Leva's blind money lessons. If, I really so – I loved for your this ministry. episode. Thank <laughs> My – I'm a servant. At heart. So that's mm. what I do. I give. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I give. Well, uh, let's talk about the drink. What rating would you give this wine? And then I'll tell you how much it was. I thought it was great. Um, gosh, I'm going to say a 8 out of 10. Wow. I thought it was a really— I'm going to go 8 out of 10 as well. I'm going to go great glass of wine. So here's what it is. The cost breakdown, $1.59 a glass because it is $6.99 for the wow. entire bottle. The brand is called uh, Epic- Epicuro. Agle- How do I say that? <laughs> Please do it. Just I do don't it. know either. You're going to have to just go for it. Go. You got it. Epicuro Aglianico. That was pretty. That feels right. And actually, this was under the Italian reds. So I really feel like you executed that well. That's a lot of syllables. <laughs> oh my uh, so this was a, a great wine sold at Trader Joe's, one of my favorites. And they have a lot of affordable wines at Trader Joe's. And so don't go spending, you know, 60 bucks a bottle when you can get it for $6.99. Uh, so, especially if you're having friends over to watch Love is Blind, yep. go pick you up a nice bottle. And the Trader Joe's employees are so nice. Ask them. Say, hey, what's a great red one? And they'll be like, They're oh, my so favorite helpful. is this. And yeah. Oh, it's so great. So, so uh, great. check it out. You can find uh, links, ratings, all of that in the show notes. And sip on it while you watch your next favorite reality show. Yeah. Just get the, the gold wine glass. I want one match. so bad. If anyone has connections, please send it to me. This is Just so look up Rachel. Ramsey Solutions address and and ATT Send Rachel, Rachel the gold wine glass will... from Love Is Blind. Oh my gosh! Put something in there for me. Because they had right? an influence. Can I tell you this? They had an influencer box that someone sent me. They DM me and they're like, "Look!" And I clicked on it. It was another girl, an influencer girl, and she got a Love Is Blind package to her door from the show, and she opened it and had the two gold wine glasses. <gasps> all this stuff, and I thought, "Oh my god." Should I be an influencer to get this box? How do I get this wow. box? Okay. I really hope this happens for you, Rachel. I'm manifesting Golly. it for you. I know. Next season, season four, it's really my year. All right. As we wrap here, if you like this episode and you don't want to miss another one, be sure to subscribe and follow. You can also follow us on social media at Rachel Cruz and at George Camel with a K. And if you know a friend who loves this show and would find this episode interesting, be sure to send it to them or listen to it with them with a glass of wine. That's right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next Thursday for a new episode of Smart Money Happy Hour. Hour.